Hello, this is AJ Black with our BC and Texas State post-game reaction. This is going to be my solo podcast, mini podcast episode where I'm going to kind of just go over the game, some of my initial reactions, and go from there. It was, a, it was an interesting game, to say the least. I mean, if you looked at some of our predictions of what we were thinking was going, going to happen, uh, clearly that did not. Um, you know, BC was a 20-point favorite going into this game, and for three and a half quarters, Texas State basically pushed them around. Um, that defense of um, BC struggled for portions, but as Jeff Halfley just talked about, I just got off the press conference with the coach, and a couple of the players, you know, he said that a lot of games this year are going to be fourth quarter games. It's a weird college football season. I don't know if you guys have been watching some of these other games, but Sunbelt has won a handful of games already. Um, we just saw LSU lose to um, Mississippi State today. So, you know, just expect the unexpected. And I think the fact that Boston College actually won this game says a lot about what Jeff Halfley can do with his program. Because how often have we seen games like this happen and then it just slips away. You know, I, I'm sure most of you were watching this game in the third quarter going, oh gosh, this is the Kansas game all over again. And I have to admit, I felt the same way too. Uh, you know, all three phases of the games looked a little disjointed. The defense was really struggling against that RPO offense. Uh, the offense, I don't know, there was periods, so they couldn't get the power running game going. Then they went with that wildcat for a while. I don't know what that was, and it was definitely not effective, where Travis Levy would just kind of run into the pile and do nothing. Uh, but then eventually they just did some quick, you know, in, in intermediate short passes that were able to move the ball. Um, so you saw both of those just kind of falling apart until the fourth quarter, and then finally things started to click. And I think that's, again, it's the second game in a row where Halfley's been able to wrangle them up and to push them into a win. Um, you know, the game went down to a kick. BC was tied with with Texas State with just about a minute left. And Bumeri, um, back from his second hip surgery, he was just saying this on the press conference, came back and hit a 36-yard field goal after being iced three times, which was crazy, you know? Uh, Halfley said in his, par- in his portion of the press conference, he hasn't had uh, the opportunity to work with a kicker who's been iced three times. So he didn't know what to do, so he just left him alone. Uh, but that was, you know, how many years in a row have we seen big games come down to this and the and the special teams ends up killing BC? Didn't happen today, though. Bumeri hit that kick and it went right through. So I think it's a testament to everybody. Um, you know, obviously there's, and Halfley did not seem happy with a lot of things that went right, with uh, went wrong with this team tonight. But I think there's a lot, that they're going to need to work on, uh, especially going into the next week, because the difficulty is going to ratchet up quite a bit. You know, you're going to have Sam Howell, one of the best quarterbacks in the country, coming in, and, you know, he can move the ball and he's got some wide receivers. And as we saw tonight, BC's going to be short um, some of their secondary. Uh, Jamin Muse should be back. I believe he only has to miss this game uh, because his uh, targeting call, which I thought was not a great call, but. Um, he'll be back, but Deion Jones, I, I got a bad feeling about that injury. The way he was holding that arm, that looked like an arm injury. Um, he's going to miss time. I don't know if he broke his arm or what happened on that hit that he made. Um, that's a big loss. I thought Jones played incredible against Duke, um, and they need him. Uh, but testament to the depth of this team, Cam Arnold, uh, true freshman, came in, and I thought he looked really well. He looked really good, too. Um, so, you know, looking at this game, 
again, it's one of those things where this is a weird season and Boston College was able to go through what looked like a game that they had no business winning and were able to somehow come out of that with a win. You know, I know it wasn't the prettiest win. I know that the spread was huge, but you have to feel good about this. This is a good win for BC because Texas State was a better team than I think a lot of us gave them credit for. So many people, Halfley said it over and over again. He said to just said to us, you know, I said to you guys at the at the press conference that this team is not a team to take lightly and a team that's going to give us fits. And he was right uh, because Texas te- Texas State, as we saw all uh, you know the fir- previous three games, has put up points and. Um, they were able to move the ball. They got some really talented wide receivers. That kid, um, I have his name in front of me right now, but who had two uh, touchdown passes, uh, he looked great. And I thought that BC was able to finally shut that defense, that offense down in the fourth quarter. It was a big moment for them that they were able to get them off the field. And then Texas State just continued to keep shooting themselves in the foot with drop passes and penalties and all sorts of mishaps. Um, but BC didn't. BC, to their credit, BC did not let penalties and mistakes hurt them in the end. Um, so let's look at, I'm going to give you some three ups and three downs. That's going to be kind of my thing for these podcasts. So in this part, I'm going to look at three things I thought were positives. And I'm going to give you three things that I'm still worried about. Positive. Phil Dracovic again. I thought, you know what? In the end, you know, he looked, you know, he was holding onto the ball too much. He wasn't able to get rid of the ball. You know, he was trying to make too much happen. He even said that when in his press conference. But in the end, he again with this the fourth quarter heroics. Guys that win like that, you want on your program. You know, you can get gaudy stats and you can get guys that throw for eight thousand yards and whatever. But give me a guy that can win, and I think Dracovic is that. Uh, so he's one of my my positives. Isaiah McDuffie is my second. I thought he had an incredible game, and especially in that fourth quarter, he came up with play after play. He had that sack, um, and you know he had a few spots where he missed tackles, but I thought overall he was excellent on defense. And my final is going to have to be Aaron Bumeri. Uh, you know, have to tap hat tip for him for making that kick because that was a big time kick, and you know he didn't play last week. He was hurt um, over the summer. He had surgery, and he came in, and he hit a big-time kick. So he's my third up. up. My downs, um, offensive game plan. I I don't know what they were doing for three quarters. It just, just seemed kind of disjointed. It was going from, you know, Phil holding on the ball too much and shotgun to not being able to move the ball with the Wildcat. It just seemed very disjointed, and I didn't like how there was no fluidity in their game plan. On top of that, my second down vote is going to go to um, just the lack of usage of David Bailey. I thought there must have been some – I don't know if there's something wrong with him. Uh, Halfley in his press conference didn't make it sound like he was injured at all um, and didn't talk really much about it. He said he had to watch the film to see more about it. But I was just a little wor- – it just didn't make sense to me that they didn't get Bailey more involved. Like you want to see him like – I mean they got a big power front um, – and on their offense, I, I would have loved to have seen him more. Um, and then my final down vote or was just some of the just leaving points on the board is the way I'm going to put it. Um, Alec Lindstrom, I love, I think he's a great player and he, you know, he's a funny guy to talk to. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of ironic that in the last two weeks he's left two type, two touchdowns on the board. 
Uh, last week it was the uh, personal foul uh, on the Jalen Gill touchdown pass that they pulled back. And then today it was the CJ Lewis and it was um, a um, ineligible man downfield. He looked like he was engaged with his, his defender in this game. And then last game, I thought the personal foul was ticky tack. So it's not a, a judgment on him. I just thought, uh, leaving points on the board uh, is not good because, you know, when it was getting close, I was like, God, if they had that touchdown that they had to CJ Lewis, this game would be, you know, we'd be playing for the win here. So those were my three down votes. Now looking ahead, just so you guys get um, a better feel of what this is going to look like. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. It's going to be about a 10 minute episode every week. I'm just going to kind of riff on the, on the game, kind of talk about what we saw. Um, it was weird seeing, Alumni Stadium empty. That was the other thing I wanted to see. Say, uh, at one point I looked at, across the field and I thought that the people that were um, cutouts were actually uh, the band. I thought it was like well, the band's there, but just it was just the way the lighting was going. Um, I, I thought that was weird, but you know I don't know. I don't expect to see fans there this year, and that's just going to be the kind of way it is. Uh, so that was the the other piece. Um, so next week, UNC. So come by the site. We'll have our full podcast with Eric Hofstis and myself on Tuesday, probably into Wednesday. If anything changes, I'll, I'll try to let you guys know. Um, I will be doing some rapid recaps up on the site probably tonight. Um, I need my brain to kind of clear off a little bit, but I'll have that up. I will also have up tomorrow my grades for the offense and the defense. And um, I'll be looking at any other kind of um, analysis on the game. I'll try to add anything else that uh, comes through. So if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our site um, by clicking the follow button and also to uh, like and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you're already listening to this, so maybe you already have this, um, you already know that you can do that. Um, but again, this is AJ Black. This is a rapid recap. Boston College defeated Texas State. BC is now 2-0 and and we'll be facing a top 15 UNC team on Saturday. So stop on by and uh, we'll see you then. Take care.